Thanks for coming back. This is Common Ground Football Podcast. What's going on, Brian? Nothing much, man. What's up with you? Not a whole lot. We had a pretty exciting weekend. Maybe we'll get into that. Yeah, we probably should tell the people what you went through in your traumatizing event. Plausibly. Plausibly. Yeah. I mean, that's a word. But I will say, I'm going to kick this show off. Even though she's a Patriots fan, Skyler made some peach cobbler, and I stuffed my belly with it before I came down here. So you're a little full? But it was delicious. She is a Patriots fan. And it was still hot, too. Peach cobbler? Yeah. Oh, with like fresh peaches? Yeah. Did you have ice cream? That's the question. I did not because you, I was in a hurry to get you down did, here. You didn't do a la mode? A la mode. That's what makes a really good cobbler. You got to have hot, fresh, hot cobbler, and then you got to have the vanilla ice cream. Well, so you, you did it wrong. I apologize. And for that, I'm sorry. Well, you know what? Do better next time. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. What's up, everybody? We are finally in the last week of preseason. Is it finally the last one? Finally! I couldn't be more excited. Um, if this was Jerry Jones' world, we'd already been started. <laughs> We're going to get to that. <laughs> uh, Jerry Jones, man. He, he entertained even me today. Can you believe that? You were listening to 105.3 The Fan. I'm yeah, I don't understand why that happened. I'm proud of you. Well, you know, my mission in life <laughs> is for you to be proud of me. So there's for that. You, for you to be proud. <laughs> I go home and I'm like, Andrew is proud. <laughs> so, who? who uh, sorry. Let me back up. <laughs> so uh, throughout the day, they will obviously pull clips from the morning show. And play it throughout the air. So was it uh, Sean and RJ this morning? Is that who you were listening to? Yes. Yeah. No, they're they're two of the best. Yeah. Now, let's not like <laughs> let's not have everybody think that I literally was listening to that show in its entirety. <laughs> I listened to a fifteen minute clip and I pulled two sections from it <laughs> that I found the most interesting. And uh but you know what? That's 15 minutes that I probably wouldn't have listened to before, so there's that. That is correct. You were a Tolo for 15 I, minutes. I am trying to uh, enrich myself. Run with your horizons. Yeah, with, with Dallas um, content, and I haven't yeah. thrown up yet. I was to say, are you okay? You look a little green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've been okay, you know? No, Sean and RJ are awesome, and, and actually all the shows that are on 105.3 The Fan um, – I mean, they're great, and especially in today's day and age where you can just say, Alexa, play 105.3 The Fan, and there she goes. It's awesome. Hey, quick question. This is weird. Quick answer. Speaking of Alexa, and this is totally off topic and has nothing to do with football. <laughs> Would you feel violated if, like, somebody watched your house, and then you came home, and they, like, took your Alexa and made it theirs, like, changed the whole setup so it was under their profile? Wouldn't you feel a little violated? Nah, because it's easy enough just to plug it back in yeah, and I felt, sign out. No, no, I'm the complete opposite. Don't touch my <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, the point is don't touch it in the first place. But if it were to be snatched. Oh, I was pissed. I would uh, <laughs> I would set everything up. No, but I do see your, I do see your point because I'll ra- I'll, I see your Alexa and I'll raise you Apple TV. When someone signs out of the Apple TV and puts in all of their cloud information and, and their YouTube and everything, that... That that takes me off. Oh, that irritate me too. Yeah. Netflix, same thing. Like now, you can do profiles. Thank God. Yeah. But before, when you just sign off, oh yeah, don't do that. So, anybody ever watches my house? Don't you dare touch my Alexa. That was not cool. So anyway, <laughs> sorry for my tangent. It's okay. I'm just adjusting levels again because like I'm having a hard time hearing myself. Um, week three of the preseason. The cool thing is I don't have need to say anything because in the last episode, my game was already over. <laughs> so, uh, and I kind of went through some stuff for that. So I do have a couple things, but Dallas, of course, played Sunday and um, yeah, it wasn't great. No, it was not. And not just because of the score 27-3 and not, no, not because they lost. It was, it was definitely concerning watching 
them go out there, obviously missing a ton of starters. First, uh, the defense had quite a few first teamers, but the offense really had nobody. Um, but still, story of the game: turnovers. Dallas gave up eight turnovers. Eight. Yikes! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> so more than seven. Oh, it was. It was. I mean, it was pretty painful to watch, and it was kind of you know it was discouraging. You know, Rod Smith had a fumble. He was trying to hurdle and lost the ball. Lance Lenore, he had, and granted, one of them was not his fault. Byron Jones, he was trying to uh, field the punt, and Byron Jones kind of ran into him. So that was that one. Not 100% his fault. The second one was a complete muff, and that's also when uh, he fumbled it into the end zone, and Arizona recovered and, you know, scored. Um, but yeah, definitely a little concerning with the backup quarter. Uh, Backup quarterback situation. Cooper Rush joined the club. Struggled for the first time in the past two preseason. Um, you know he looked good earlier this this season and in last year's preseason he looked good too. But this was the first game he he was really he really struggled. Um, rookie quarterback Mike White. He, I mean, he also struggled. Um, but I got to say the biggest actually the biggest concern is the offensive line. That's concerning. And that's not something that uh, you want to hear a Dallas fan say when that's supposed to be one of your biggest strengths. No, because where that offensive line goes and where Zeke goes, that's where that that's where oh, yeah. the whole team goes. So um, Zeke didn't play, did he? No. Yeah. He hasn't he no preseason for him. They're giving him the, the LT treatment. So this is the weirdest uh, preseason that I can remember in the players that aren't playing and how the teams are actually like going about it is it just me or have you noticed i mean i don't watch a ton of the games but if i see football on i'm like watching part of it because i I'm, i love football but it just seems like the people that are like the main guys are are not out there except for brady well he's tom he brady. goes out there first preseason game and plays almost an entire half well he's tom brady but anyways no um with with Zeke, obviously now in his third year, he's a veteran. He knows what to do. Running back, he's. Oh, yeah. I I don't think he's going to need a lot of that preseason action. I think it's going to take all of maybe a quarter in the first game for him to get rolling again. Um, well, you don't want to risk him getting hurt. You don't want to risk him getting hurt. Um, obviously, he's a great running back, but he's also great in pass protection. So that's the big thing is is you know blitz pickup and all that. Then him being one of the best. Um, pass blockers there are in the league. I mean, they there's no worries there, but definitely, definitely some worry on that offensive line. But they did, we did get some. Uh, I'm going to say we, we're getting into that season of we. Yeah, no, it's it's your, your we're in baby. We're, we're right there. Uh, Go nuts, just win, baby. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Al Davis. Yeah, you're you're good. You're good. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> Something about offensive line. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, offensive yeah. line. Um. <laughs> Did get good news today. Zach Martin back on the field practiced. Saw that. Um, said that he's ready to roll, which is obviously huge news. But in and of itself, with Joe Looney presumably being the um, game one starter at center, having Zach Martin to his right is only going to help him. So yeah. definitely, that that's a big that's a big positive if it's true and he is able to play week one. So huge, huge. But uh, they're just it was just a whole lot of ugly, definitely. Just a whole lot of ugly. Were there any bright spots for you? Uh, Randy Gregory was a bright spot. Okay. Um, showed his burst. Ooh. His, uh, <laughs> his speed off the line. No, I, no, I'm serious. He, burst is a great football word. I mean, obviously, basically been out of the league the past two years and had limited action last week. But seeing him this week... Um, he, I mean, he's gonna, he's, it's gonna be a problem with Lawrence on the left side and him on the right side, and all signs are pointing to him starting on that right side. So they moved him to, um, uh, the right side, and they bumped Tyrone Crawford, who formerly was on the right side, right defensive end, back inside a defensive tackle, which he's, he performs better as a defensive tackle. Um, but now you've got. Uh, Gregory on the right side, Lawrence on the left side. I mean, if teams are going to double Lawrence, Gregory's going to be a problem. So definitely, definitely something to be excited about. Sweet. 
At least there was something for sure. <laughs> at, least um, was, at least there was one, and that'll and that'll probably be the last. I mean, really, the last action that you're going to see probably from anyone's, and there may be some secondary that plays this coming week against Houston. But uh, I mean, that's it's pretty much going to be it. Cut down day is on Saturday. Teams got to go from ninety to fifty three. Um, so there's going to be a lot of bodies that get put out there, and that's. I mean, I think Sunday Monday there's going to be just a flurry of activities. Just Teams looking to, you know, grab offensive linemen, <clears throat> Dallas, um, <laughs> Seattle, maybe, who knows, maybe they're going to go after some wide receivers. I mean, we'll see what happens. But thankfully, they're, well, unfortunately, so Kayvon Frazier starting safety, he uh, separated his shoulder, but it seemed like it was one of those, you know, almost like a knuckle popped out, popped back in. He was okay. Oh. He'll be He'll be back on the field week one. But um, thankfully, no no other serious injuries. That's good. And that's what you hope for in all these games is yeah. is nothing. Because uh, this fourth preseason game is by far the worst. It yep. sucks. Yep. I hate it. Uh, like like we said earlier, we'll get into to Jerry's comments. And I hate to agree with Mr. Jerry Jones, but I've had all day to think about his comments. And I'm kind of starting to think maybe – well, that's why he's in the Hall of Fame, Brian. Yeah, but he said he would trade that. <laughs> no, he said he wouldn't. Oh, uh-huh. that's true. He said he had to deal with the, with the guy upstairs. Yeah. A bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, well, recap. So Seattle lost. We talked about that last week. Well, we talked about that Friday. We released it Saturday. Really hasn't been that many days between episodes. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. It's super weird. But the uh, yeah, the Seahawks lost to Minnesota, and nobody cares. So there's that. Minnesota. Uh, the only thing that came out of that game, though, that we didn't know on Friday night when we recorded was uh, the injury to KJ Wright. Uh, he came in the game, said something didn't feel right in his knee, and he had that uh, a procedure. They went in there and scoped it out yep. yesterday. Um there's no official news on um, what they found or what's going on except for uh, Bobby Wagner. Of course he came out and said, I've talked to him. Everything went well and, but he wouldn't elaborate. Um, and he's of course, you know, positive spin. He's like, Oh no, he'll really hoping he's back for week one. When you listen to like Pete Carroll's press conference though, it doesn't at all sound like, He's not ruled out, right? But it definitely sounds like there's a slim chance that uh, he'll be playing Week One, and that's um, that's a really scary because the I want Bobby and KJ in there. Although, but you also want everybody 100 percent healthy. True. Although, if you think about who we've got, yep. And I went see it there. We a certain rookie, a certain rookie could step right in there. I hope and uh, and do well. Maybe not dominate, but do well. So then we're talk, of course talking about Shaquem Griffin, and uh, he he would he'll do just fine right there, and he of course would be the replacement. Mm-hmm. So um, while it sucks, because like you said, we want everybody to be healthy, uh, it doesn't scare me too much. If it's just one week, I mean they're going to Denver. Denver still doesn't have quarterback. I don't think no. <laughs> so there's that no they don't have a quarterback and they won't sign colin kaepernick so (laughs) we could do an entire show (laughs) on who is in the league instead of colin kaepernick yeah it'd be entertaining yeah uh did anything else happen at camp for your team this week that uh is worth noting that you would like to discuss with the people worth noting with noting uh actually the Jalen Smith freight train is almost running full speed ahead. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. He, so, you know, obviously, if you don't know the story, look it up. It's a great story. And it's... <laughs> We're not going to tell you. And, and it's being... <laughs> it's a great it's story. It's being written as time goes on. But, uh, I mean, he's back... I mean, if he's not 100%, he's at 90, 94%. But, I mean... Just seeing the clips of of him in practice, covering forty yards downfield and almost making an interception. I mean, just just watching just watching him, he looks so much different than he did last year. He's I mean he he's looking more and more and more just like the players straight out of Notre Dame. 
and it's it's going to be it's going to be really fun to watch. And you, when you look at it, you've got Jalen Smith starting and possibly Randy Gregory starting two two players that people didn't even think were going to you know didn't know if they were going to ever play football again. You know, Jalen went the, with the injury when then when he was drafted, there it still wasn't one hundred percent that he was going to play again. And then obviously with Gregory, these suspensions and banned from the league, no one knew if he was going to be reinstated. So you got two guys that possibly were never going to play again now could be the two biggest stars on that defense so it's it's exciting to watch that's awesome definitely definitely the uh hop on the jalen smith train you uh is there anybody because we're getting to that obviously we're getting to that point like you said saturday they're gonna make all the cuts is there anybody in your mind that you're thinking crap unfortunately there's not going to be a spot for them they're going to get cut and that kind of bums you out when you look at um everybody they have on their roster right now the amount of wide receivers and the amount of tight ends and the need at safety and offensive line somebody somebody in that wide receiver or tight end group is going to get cut yep and when you look at it it's really hard to it's really hard to just to say, you know, this person or whatever. I mean, you look at the tight ends. You got Blake Jarwin and Jeff Swain, Schwain, Jeff Swain, <laughs> and Rico Gathers and Dalton Schultz. Schwing. Schultz is a <laughs> draft pick from this year. Do you you want to cut a draft pick from this year? Oh, or do you want to cut Rico Gathers, who has been the project, but every time he plays, he shines. Skateboard. No earthquake. <laughs> Every time he plays, he you know he makes a a great play. Granted, he still struggles a little bit with just the football knowledge and and blocking schemes and that kind of thing. But you let a guy like that go, I guarantee you, someone's going to pick him up and he's going to be a big time you know big time tight end. So a little hard in that tight end room, and then on the wide receiver, I mean that that room is is stacked. I mean, there's so many people in there so you kind of look at the bottom you know for a long time you had lance lenore who was making a lot of plays in camp and in the beginning of preseason games and then he had the game he had the other night maybe he fell to the bottom and maybe now he's the cut or you have noah brown who was a draft pick uh draft pick from a year year two ago i mean you look at some of these names and it, I mean, it's, it's hard, but what makes it even more difficult is the need on the offensive line. You're going to need to carry more offensive linemen than probably you're used to just because of, you didn't, you're not sure. Okay. Yeah. Zach Martin might be back week one, but is he going to, is he going to be fully good to go for the rest of the season? You don't know if Travis Frederick's coming coming back at all. I mean, nobody really knows at this point there's you know, rumors and all kinds of stuff that floats around you know it could be weeks or it could be months could be this season so you don't know what's going to happen there and then obviously with tyron smith's injury history you know so there's a whole whole lot of interesting decisions that it's going to make it'll make cut down day i mean just like you i'm sure just be on twitter and on the official site oh, yeah, just, just refreshing <laughs> just seeing what's going on just just keep scrolling down refresh refresh but um and there's always somebody that gets caught that you go what well and i mean and the one thing to remember is there may be someone who gets cut but the hope is practice to be able squad. to bring them back to the practice squad and obviously players have to clear waivers but i mean you run that risk as soon as you cut that that person another team can claim them and then they're on their they're on their 53 man roster so we'll see There'll be a lot of pe- of guys out there to grab for sure with everybody getting cut all at once. Um, you're like you said, Sunday, Monday will be crazy. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, yeah. Uh, kind of trying to figure out every team's got to do what your team has to do and figure out, okay, where can we be a little thin at yep. to help out and be a little more, uh, have a more depth in, in a certain position, but we'll be okay being thin there. And mm-hmm. maybe we change that as the year goes on. Cause everyone's scared of injuries. Something we've got to, a wide receiver core right now where we're trying to figure out you know who who's going to make it um who's going to be that odd one out and uh tanner mcavoy like i, I just talked about on friday i'm like please just he better not make the team 
They already waived him. Yeah, he he's was gone. Waived on Friday. Yep. So he's out. Um, and then uh, you know you kind of look at David Moore. He's got to make the team. Um, what do I write down here? So and it looks like I think it's going to be Darbo. That's going to be my guess. I think Darbo's going to be the one that unfortunately um, is going to be the odd man out. And so you lose. I mean, he could be a decent receiver. But because of all the ones they've got and how, again, injuries are going to make it so that they need more on the offensive line. And then our defense actually is what's scary. Uh, we need so much help there that, you know, you're, there's going to be some position guys that are unfortunately going to have to go. Mm-hmm. So um, Brandon Marshall will probably make it. I could, I could tell you I, stood. I don't think I can tell you, I, I don't think I would want to be in the position to have to make those moves. I don't think I could be a GM. Oh, no, that would suck. I mean, that's – especially if you're a GM who's not the owner because if you screw up, obviously you're going to get fired. But uh, Mr. Jones is not going to fire himself. No. But still. Well, no. But still, for the majority, it's got to be – It's it's got to be tough it's it's um yeah i don't wish that job like i would never want that job i mean you think about the amount of guys that they have to cut and then the amount of guys that get cut that may get signed to other teams or practice squads you still end up with this gigantic amount that you are responsible for Mm -hmm. putting out of a job and this is their dream these are all these guys want to play in the nfl that's their dream and and you're the one unfortunately that has to make the decision to uh uh, you know kind of cut that dream a little short so yeah no fun whatsoever so um other seahawk news um doug baldwin he returned to practice today knee right yeah um he, i love doug so much he's so honest he flat out told everybody he's like hey i'm not 100 <laughs> percent. i'm like 80 85 percent yeah don't and, speculate i'm not 100 percent. yeah he's like i'm, I'm 80 85 percent and i'll probably be there the rest of the year like he literally said the rest of the season that's where i'll be so uh it's going to be an ongoing issue that freaks me out a little bit because we need angry doug to be out there uh i'll be you doug (laughs) so that means that players like david moore and and tyler lockett and brandon marshall and all these guys have to step up uh to take a little bit of that pressure off doug uh if he's not 100 percent um the weird one byron maxwell i don't think he's going to make the team uh hasn't played he's got the hip flexor and you know they've he was look he was gonna be the guy he's he's been seattle's boomerang every time they get rid of him he comes back well yeah he'll probably end up something will happen he'll come right back but i think they've got i i think they're happy with their secondary without him uh because they played well without him so um and then because of injuries uh i've read from several different because i'm sure you've read some 53 man roster projections for your own team right of course i've gone through a bunch of them and more than one of them actually have the seahawks carrying five tailbacks good lord (laughs) more than one projection dallas is going to carry three at most yeah have them carrying five and it's literally just because of the injury bug so we're going to end up with because you still got you know you got penny who's got you know I think he has a finger. Uh, you don't know about Mike Davis, but you can't cut these guys because once they're healthy, they're they're part of the offense, mm-hmm. and you don't know what's going to happen. Carson, he's going to be the starter, but his history shows you that he can't stay healthy. So, do you risk having being short when something might happen to him? Uh, it well, and you also got to take into if, take into consideration as far as the guys you're keeping okay if they're not starters or backups or or even if they are just backups or third string are they contributors on special teams i mean oh yeah that's the other big part of it too and i mean as far as dallas and the running backs obviously zeke and uh rod smith are your are your starter your primary starters but um darius jackson who was a 2016 draft pick and then was let go went to cleveland and then is now back he was a fan favorite when he was here in 2016 and now he showed up and he looks ready to go. So now you've got this conversation going on between, okay, Darius Jackson or rookie Bo Scarborough, who is, you know, he looks the part, but he's obviously still a rookie. So yeah, it's again, tough, tough decisions. I couldn't do that job. Hell no, but I can be a fan. 
<laughs> we're good at that. We can handle that. No problem. Uh, so this time next week we'll, uh, we'll know, uh, we'll know our teams kickoff for the, the season is Thursday night next week. And then it's just full speed ahead <laughs> for 17 weeks. Yes. And the playoffs. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. Maybe for you. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know, man. We'll, 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 we'll get into that next week. Of course, make some picks and some stuff. Um, okay. So outside of our teams, um, NFL news, OBJ finally got his monies. He got paid. He got paid. He says there's a weight off of his shoulders. Shocking that what ninety five million dollars would sixty million guaranteed. Yeah, that would definitely that be a weight off my shoulders. Oh yeah, I God, I'd feel great. I'd feel fantastic. I, I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah, you would absolutely. Does he deserve that money? Yep. So. You and I disagree. And that's okay. No, we're he, supposed to. That's that's that makes good quality show. Sure does. Um no, he so like we, we talked about it a little bit before. These these top guys in their positions, especially wide receiver, running back, quarterback, defensive end, um as the years go on, these guys they're, they're gonna the the numbers of these contracts are just gonna go up and up and up. Eventually the NFL does need to I mean, this whole the salary cap thing is gonna need to be adjusted. But anyways, um, he's definitely one of the, you know, top five wide receivers. Um, I still think Antonio Brown is a better wide receiver, but this is 2018. So now obviously with new contracts, it's going to be, it's going to blow other ones out of the water. Does he deserve it? Yes, he deserves it. Am I happy? Sure. <laughs> well, okay. Sure. Let me, let me rephrase that. That is so convincing. Am, am I happy? Of course I am because now the Giants are not going to win anything for at least the next four or five years. So, <laughs> well, that's true. They, I mean, uh, well, that's a hundred percent correct. Uh, the so am I okay with that move? Yes. So here's the thing: you are correct, as in the numbers keep going up. I'll give you that because you're right; they do, and they're going to keep going just up. Just wait until Rogers' deal comes just, through. They're going to keep going up, and so. But the problem is with how injury prone he is, he just coming off a major injury. Mm-hmm. That's where I say he's not worth it. I think you're giving elite play every game money to a very talented, oh, yeah. don't get me wrong, super talented player. But you're giving every game money to a guy that can't stay healthy. That's the risk. And you just take. coming off an injury. Oh, I know. So that's where I say it's not worth it. It's not that he's not talented because holy crap. It's just the amount, that amount of money. It's just it's a ton of money for a guy that you just and, – and like you said, all these teams take risks. Well, and the other thing is with contracts, the contracts that are coming out nowadays, these high-dollar ones, there's always an out. There's always an out after year two. You know, obviously, get the $60 million guaranteed, okay – 60 million guaranteed he's there for two years and then they have then they're out it's going to be an extremely interesting um two year well it says two years that the um cba is up 2020 yep yeah so in two years that negotiations holy crap yep there's gonna be a lot on the table when you've got uh players now i mean they're wanting fully guaranteed contracts yep and they want it to be a kind of a mandatory thing just like major league baseball yep basketball basketball um so (laughs) in two years we might not have a podcast well we'll have a podcast but we'll just be talking about strike (laughs) because so never going to come to an agreement so but it's going to be so as you said everything keeps going up and up and up so we're going to get it's that's going to be even crazier in two years when they're the players come to the table and say, Hey, <laughs> right. so listen, yeah, <laughs> we want our money. Especially if things go the way that Mr. Jones wants. Well, that's, that's true. That's true. And you've got big, like you said, big paydays coming with Aaron, a, a Ron, a, a Ron and Russell. 
Mm-hmm. And those two we've talked about in previous episodes about how they go hand in hand. You got Russell waiting for a Aaron money. Yep. And a Aaron doesn't seem to really be in any hurry to sign a deal. Nope. Not Would really. it surprise you if he went somewhere else? He's not going to go anywhere else. Really? No, I'd, I don't see him as one to go somewhere else. He Well, even with all his comments this off season about how just he was so vocal about being pissed off about how they're handling things in green bay well wouldn't shock me if he goes elsewhere that's just i I don't think he will but um you know with those you also have if he as long as he plays you know in a as a top 10 quarterback you're gonna have to pay dallas gonna have to pay Dak. oh yeah i mean now if he struggles heavily this year then it's gonna be okay 2019 who's who are they bringing in or who are they drafting that kind of thing but as long as Dak plays up to how he can play. They're going to have to pay him. Oh yeah. And then you've got Zeke. So yeah, next, next few years will be interesting. Scary. Uh, another news, uh, Earl Thomas, nothing new. Move on. Uh, does Bryant though today, you saw that I did. Of course you did. I may, <laughs> I might play ball a little later in the year. It's what, and, the, it's what the headline and is. And I, I think he's being he's I think he's playing this offseason. Granted, like we talked about before, Dallas did a, did him a little bit of a disservice kind of releasing him so late into the game. But I think since then he's played it so smart. He's just let's let training camp, let's let all this go. I'm gonna continue to be ready. You know, he's still training, working out, doing all his thing. Let's get through um camps and preseason and all of that and i mean let's get to the first game or first couple games and then by then there's going to be teams out there that are going to need a wide receiver cleveland wants him so bad so bad i would i like the fit i don't but i don't know i still i think i mean i don't i don't want him in the nfc go to the afc but well, yeah, I I think he wants to. I think New Orleans is a big target for him. Yeah, but that's NFC man. Andrew Brees. Andrew Brees. It's a little scary. So, well, I mean, we'll see. But I I I I think he's played this offseason just perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, he says, "I just have to take care of me first. I'll play ball this year. It just might be a little bit later in the year." Um, talking about his next NFL team, wants it to be right that's my focus right now life is great over here so he's it's all part of a he's doing his thing and he's going to be ready for whatever team calls him that he finds is the right fit and then he's going to go play ball there jacksonville is not going to be that fit because uh even though they just lost marquise lee and they've obviously a stupid new helmet rule and you know they've lost uh obviously hearns is now with dallas and Allen robinson is out um they're on the hunt for wide receivers, but Dez is not one, so we won't get to see Blake freaking Bortles. Blake freaking Bortles, that's okay. Blake freaking Bortles can do it all by Blake freaking Bortles self. <laughs> he don't need no wide receivers. He got this. Blake freaking Bortles. Uh, uh, next, I have down to go um, preview preseason game number four, but I don't want to <laughs> because we already kind of did that. We sure did. And uh, you're, <laughs> I did want to find out um, – so how big like you're going to play houston same state even though it's preseason game number four that nobody cares about is there any type of like do you guys hate each other so do you know who houston's first win came against as of as an expansion franchise dallas yeah so you don't like them no <laughs> no <laughs> all right well absolutely not <laughs> just was curious I, no it's a it's a it's a fun it's a fun rivalry you know at, you got at houston in right? texas yeah. um obviously jj watt I, I would kill to have him on on oh our he's team. oh yeah um uh deshaun watson yep so it should yeah. be a fun game there's if it was regular season yeah or not. if it was if it was regular <laughs> season no there's there's players definitely in houston well now and now you have uh, tyron matthew down there now Yep. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, but uh, no the the, the Dallas Houston rivalry. It's it's fun to watch, but yeah, obviously preseason and game four, 
it's not gonna yeah there won't be much but uh yeah seattle will be at home versus the raiders and uh mr cable's coming home and mr cable is coming home and uh get to see a little bit of gruden uh but again because it's not starters uh who cares except for we get to see oakland later in the season in london do you do you think he's going to struggle this year gruden yeah after i mean you part of you you leave, leave a job for 10 years part of me wants to say absolutely he'll struggle because you're right he's been gone for 10 years but the other part of me goes i mean i think if he had been completely out of the game and not really doing anything football related for 10 years and then came back but he's been literally watching football games true once a week <laughs> for that and i mean a long time now so he's it's not like he's been completely out so it's because your concern would be well the nfl is different than it was 10 years ago Mm -hmm. so but he's watched that all he's watched that progress so i would not be surprised if he i I don't think he'll be an absolute home run but i don't think he'll necessarily struggle you think um seven wins for oakland this year god but they're better than that i know they are better than that I mean, their their quarterback alone, he well, and he well, he was he has not lived up to his potential. Mm-mm. So, their seven wins would be sure, but I would absolutely assume that they would win more than that, or they're capable of winning more than that. But that's not all on John Gruden. Players got to perform. Players play. Players play. Well, Cable's there, so you know that we'll get all screwed up. So there's that. And if you're Chris Richard, you rip your defense a new one. God, he's uh, he's everyone's loving him. Not just you, but I mean, he's he's getting media attention, and uh, there's videos popping up, and Richard's like the man down there. I lo- I'm super happy for him. Spotlight's bigger in Texas. That's right, Merck's team. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than the chicken that's up here. The chicken. <laughs> <laughs> wow uh all right we're flying through things what the hell here. is a seahawk anyway that's a really great question it's um well you know it's kind of a it's well it's it's a bird <laughs> and it and it has talons. but is it like an ostrich a no, bird that doesn't fly well no it flies man it's like a i want to believe that it's an osprey like that's kind of what it is <laughs> but at the games they literally have the hawk so there's that moving on <laughs> an ostrich you're a jerk <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so uh fantasy football um for all you listeners out there i did get some responses for people that want to be in the league uh, one last push you have until let's say sunday to send us a, a dm Send us a message on Twitter or on Facebook. I turned on the DMs on Twitter. Get on there. I need just send me your information, email address, whatever. I've got like seven, eight, seven or eight teams right now, and I want 10 plus, preferably 12. Uh, I was in a league a couple years ago with 10, and it was actually kind of sucked. <laughs> but. <laughs> But I would love to do a Common Ground Football Podcast uh, League, PPR, ESPN. Uh, so if you are looking to do another league, like I said, there's no buy-in. It's just going to be um, that we're going to have some cool Common Ground prizes at the end for the winner. And uh, it's just literally for fun. And we can talk you know, talk shit about it every single week. Like, Correct. <laughs> did you see that guy? What a dumb move. So, yeah. So get on there and do that. Ready for some mailbag? <laughs> Let's do some mailbag. I'll, so, I'll read some. You got some? What yeah, you got? I'll read some. Where are you at? And then I'll go on the other one. I am on the Facebook. The book oh, of the face. book of face. So I'll jump on the tweeter box. Okay. Let's start with uh, Casey Ram. Are you two going to watch the Seahawks Cowboys together? Unfortunately, not. <laughs> when that question, <laughs> when that question came up. Um, well, we don't know. I mean, 
I'm assuming you're saying no because of of your of work. Correct. Right. But let's say something were to happen. So let's take the work out of it. Let's say hypothetically, if you weren't having to travel. If I was not having to travel. Because I still think your answer is no. Because <laughs> when I saw that question, I immediately was like, oh, that's, I would say yes. And Andrew's going to be like, uh, nah. <laughs> it, it, okay, no, I'll, it, I'll, it depends. If I, didn't, if I didn't have to leave for work and we were going to the game, yes, I would watch it with you. If I was at home, no, probably not. And we have talked about this before about like, because even last year when they played, we, we talked about how like, are we going to watch it together? And, mm-hmm. we, had, and we had literally one, just, one episode just started the podcast and you looked at me and you were like, nah, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I get uh, really, really upset if things don't go like the right way. And I'm like, that's cool. Me too. And you're like, nah, bro, listen, literally like it's probably not a good idea for you to be there like i just want to be in like my space and <laughs> i want to be in my space and with my 120 inch screen and just just let me and i either celebrate or or, or get pissed or off get yeah and I, and what's funny is i completely 100 percent understand where you're coming from and it 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 doesn't even offend me that you're like nah nah <laughs> like i'm okay with it although it would be fun because we're doing this together and we should be able to do things like that. Correct. Uh, and had things gone a different way, uh, I would have loved for us to actually go to the game. Mm-hmm. That would have been fantastic. And should they play in 2019, I don't know who the uh, teams are facing. I haven't seen, you know, we haven't, I don't, don't know. Uh, maybe we talk about that. Possibly because at that point we'll be, you know, complete full season in and maybe it'll go from nah to we can try it. (laughs) uh, How about how about this? How about we do the first half? And if (laughs) Dallas is winning, you can stay. And if if they're losing, you can get out. You can leave. (laughs) Uh, Next question. Actually, he's got two questions. So uh, AZ Pride, Arizona Pride. Uh, what do you guys think of Des going to the Browns? Obviously, nothing official yet. The Browns do have an offer out there. If he were to go over there, I think it would be a good fit. Obviously, you've got now a very crowded, talented wide receiver room. So, I mean, who knows? If he were to go, it would be a good fit, and it would be fun to see him there. And I think Browns fans would absolutely just embrace him along with Jarvis Landry. Right. So... Um, and then when are you guys going to, and when are we going to get our first hot take of the year? <laughs> uh, my hot take is Cleveland's going to win nine games this year. <laughs> nine. That is one hell of a hot take. Yeah. They are going to win nine games. Now, I think what he's also referring to is we also like every episode during the season, we did a lot of, of hot takes and those will come back. You just have to remember it's preseason right now, and, and there's no hot takes to really be had. We will make those bold prediction hot takes as we get, especially next week. There'll be a lot of them coming, so uh, don't you worry. I know that you guys like feed off of those and and then like to tell us that we were wrong, and that's fine. Nine games? Nine. <sighs> Remember that. And then uh, last question, and this is for you, Brian. Oh, jeez. What do you think of the <laughs> Highlander versus the Edge? That's my other mother, uh, Barb. Uh, they're both great vehicles, but this is not a uh, um, a car podcast. Um, if any of you out there have a, a preference, I am trying to buy a vehicle right now, and you know, recommend one or the other. I don't. I don't know. Uh, on is that all for Facebook? That is all for the book of face on the Twitter box uh, at Purple Dog Fan One. We know who that is. Dennis from Ohio. What do you think of Jerry Jones, the one and only Jerry Jones, saying 18 games regular season will be more safer, more safer? Um, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, Dennis. Uh, your wife, who is the queen of grammar police, um, I hope that she doesn't find that tweet. Um, <laughs> in my opinion, that's just two more real games where all the players are playing full out 
possibly meaning more injuries. Now, um, let's uh, let's hear the actual sound of what Jerry Jones actually said, courtesy of 105.3, the fan. My solution is real simple. is cut back on preseason games, have one at each team's home, and uh, play a couple of them, and then you need to add two games to the regular season, which I've been a proponent of for several years. And uh, that's a better, uh, that's a better uh, equity or a better uh, way of players uh, using what they bring to the table, uh, their talents, their skills, their their professional time in pro sports, uh, that'll give them a bigger payday. Uh, that's fair. And the other thing it does is certainly give our fans what uh, we all think they deserve, and that is a competitive game. So, again, that's courtesy of 105 through the fan. So, here's the thing. <laughs> oh, here comes the thing. I'm going to turn my headphones up. There we go. Obviously, Jerry is a salesman. Always has been, always will oh, yeah. be. He's a salesman. Um, for the for him, the Cowboys are his brand, and that's his business. Obviously, having 18 regular season games is going to bring in more, more profit. The other thing with you know, as far as Jerry Jones goes is without him the NFL wouldn't I mean the NFL wouldn't be where they are today he always does things to try to push the brand further and further you know up and up and up but well he did and he did make a good point on obviously player salaries if players are going to play 18 full regular season games salaries need to be adjusted you know that kind of thing but as far as the idea of 18 games, I do like it. It would be cool. It would be awesome to see, you know, just two exhibition games and then get right into obviously the regular season, the weird things. And, and I'm sure it was totally weird when they did it, you know, long time ago as well. And I'm sorry, I don't know the exact year, but when you go from 16 to 18 games, okay, so now you're going to have like, the single season rushing record, those kinds of, you know, stats and records, those, those are all going to get, I mean, it's, it's, things will get broken, but then you'll have those little asterisk. Well, this was done in a 16 yeah, but that, game but season. That happens in, in all sports. Yeah, I know. It's just, it'd be, it's just weird to be in that transition time. If that were something that was going to happen. I look at it as, and I have been, uh, cause the 18 game schedule has been, I mean, we've been talking about this for years. Yeah. And, I have actually been a, I mean, completely against it for many reasons. Injuries. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I love the schedule the way it is now. Every week, if you're, if you're in the playoff hunt, every week matters. Yep. And I just, it, football is so exciting as a once a week, and I don't want, it already feels like we're edging towards oversaturation with sunday monday thursday with just, Saturday, yeah with all these games and so you kind of like you freak out a little bit going okay calm down on let's do more games but listening to cherry who i don't like to agree with it hurts i can see that <laughs> <laughs> he actually makes a very valid point in that and we've just talked about it preseason sucks mm-hmm what are we actually getting out of four preseason games? Because the games that are going to be played this Thursday, why even watch them? The majority, the majority of, of players that will be out there are not going to be on that particular team's roster. This I wrote this down because this feeds right into this. So remember earlier when I was talking about how unusual this preseason is. So um, you've got things like the Rams offense didn't use really any starters mm -hmm. in this preseason. Like, are you kidding me? Right? When this is supposed to be like a warm up to get going. Yep. Okay. Aaron, Carr, Flacco, other quarterbacks, barely played. Okay. Bears. Last week, the Bears sat 16 starters, including in, their in including week, their second year quarterback. Yeah. In week three, which is supposed to be your dress rehearsal. Yeah. Right. Which which I think and I think that narrative is gonna get is getting blown up this year. I think this is the end of. 
the quote unquote dress rehearsal. Oh, game. right. But anyways, so you have this happening. And so here's my concern. We're going to, and this happens every year, no matter who plays, whatever the first one, two, three, sometimes four games. It takes a while to get into sync and actually see your team at what I would consider full strength and the actual representation of what they are. You don't get that week one because mm-hmm. they could go out and suck week one and still win the Super Bowl. Like yep. you don't, you don't get a, a, a necessarily a like complete representation of who they are right away. So if we take away two preseason games, you still have the starters aren't going to play a lot. So you're still going to end up with the the beginning of the season being kind of a slower slower to get into. So why not add two games? Because those two games at the end, 17 and 18, minus the injuries that are going to happen, you're still going to get more of the fun part of football where your team is either at its best <laughs> – Mm-hmm. Or that's worst. I mean, it could be that if you're Cleveland, but you're, you know, you'll have two more games of of good football and not two more games of what I would consider crappy football, right. which is what we have now. Yeah. So well, and and if they were to do that, would you would you have to expand the playoff teams? Would you have to move it to you know eight eight apiece? Didn't think about that. I think that well, they've talked about that too in previous years what do you think i mean you got team you got like baseball added a wild card team i mean you've got all these you i mean basketball's even talked i mean everyone's always evolving their playoffs basketball's even talked about getting rid of the two conferences and doing literally just you know seeding it out yeah because you have so many better teams on one side than the other no i don't i don't know i don't know what you would have to do I think you could leave it as it is, but then again, you're right because if you add two more games, you could have that team that's completely out of it by week 15. Mm-hmm. Now they've got to play three more games still, and they're already done. Yep. And and you're going to end up with more injuries, and 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 your quality of product on the field isn't going to be as good. Right. Well, that and to put the bow on top of all of this is this damn helmet rule. So. You would just see more of that flag. Stupid. <laughs> We're not going to get into that on this episode because you know what? It's going to come up plenty this season. Oh, yeah. Now, stop yawning because we've got <laughs> – we're almost done. Uh, wasn't asked on the mailbag, but because we're talking Jerry Jones, he said something else today that I found was quite um, – well, I'll use my word. It was interesting, I thought. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to play it and, and get your thoughts because it's your team. And this is the question leading up to the answer so you get context because otherwise you're like, what? So this is the question being asked to him on 103 The Fan and then Jerry's answer. Jerry, last one for you. Um, Do you think with all this talk about money and finances and the health of the league and concessions and preseason prices, that do you ever feel the need to reaffirm your, your burning desire to win Super Bowls versus all the money and the Cowboys worth and Forbes and all these other ancillary, you know, monetary numbers. Yeah. Uh, well, we can do it right here. It would be embarrassing. Uh, it would be shocking. If you knew the size of the check I would write, if it guaranteed me a Super Bowl and it would be, uh, uh it would be obscene. Uh, there's nothing that I would do financially not to get a Super Bowl. You want me to, you want me to take a swing of what that number would be? Because I have a good idea. Do you have an idea oh, yeah. of what it would actually be? Oh, yeah. Well, go for it. He would write a check for a billion dollars. If it meant he got yeah. just one more yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. He's a gambler. He is a gambler, and he. you're right. The dude is a salesman. Like I buy things from him listening. I do. And Well, you do. You buy a lot of things from him. <laughs> If he was in another industry, like outside of Dallas, because I'm not going to buy anything Dallas Cowboys, gross. Uh, I would buy from him. Just it's. I try not to listen to a lot of Jerry Jones press conferences because it's always bugged me the way that he has to talk after games. That he's the owner. No other owner really does that. Well, it's, and it's not that he has to talk. It's that everybody goes and talks to him because so. he wants to talk. Not necessarily. He's Jerry Jones. The dude likes to talk. He does. He does. But you can tell a lot of the times where he's just. He's just 
given the given the media what they want and then Do you know what his net worth is? His net worth? Oh, his net worth is So like I mean how big of a chunk is a billion dollars out of his out of his pocket? It's a it's a good chunk, but not wouldn't kill him. No. no. And you get a Super Bowl out of it. Oh yeah. Which would then in turn bring in even more billions. I just wonder how many other owners out there would have that same because you know what? He means it. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how many other owners out there would have that same mentality. Like they would literally admit that. I don't think there's many because it's, it's a, it's a business to make money, but it's, they don't necessarily want to like give that money up. Right. Because even the teams that are terrible, they still bring in profit. So it's not like you're trying to be terrible on purpose necessarily, but right. are you going to write a giant check to be a champion? I don't know. No, he 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 analyzes as far as when it comes to being a salesman and, and money and, and deals and all that. He analyzes everything to as far as it can be analyzed and everything that he does or says when it comes to things like that are very, very, you know, thought out. He he knows, like I said, he's he's a 110 percent salesman. All right. We have two more questions and we're done. OK, we'll make them quick. Uh, Potsker guy, Dean. Oh, had to adjust there. Back hurts. Uh, so Dean over at Potsker, who likes to join in him and Dennis every week. Good for you guys. We appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, this is from his son. Uh, he wants to know who you think will be the passing yards leader in the entire NFL this season. Passing yards leader. Hmm. Tough one. It is a tough one because I don't think about passing. I think it'll be A.A. Ron. You think it'll be A.A. Ron? Yeah. Uh, and, of course, I, his leading receiver is going to be Jimmy Graham. <laughs> put, put, <laughs> it's, just, it's bound to happen. Uh, put me down for uh, Matty Ice. Ooh. Matt, I think Matt he's, Ryan will lead the league in passing yards due having last year not being as good as the year before. Right. And now and this we've year, seen what he can do. And then now this year you got a fully healthy Julio yep. Jones. You've got Calvin oh, yeah. Ridley. I mean, that's a good one. Yeah. It's well, a good one. I'll go with Matt Ryan. All right. I got a Ron. And then the last question this is a star Wars question. And this is for you because I don't watch doctor who I've never watched an episode in my life, but you have, what do you think about Matt Smith joining the star Wars franchise? That'll be good. It'd be cool. Did they give us any? I didn't even look. I I tagged you guys on it. And was like, oh look, Doctor Who. No, I didn't see it. I, I just saw that it was Matt Smith. Yeah. But I didn't look at he, any details on what he's gonna. He's a he's a. I mean, he's a good actor, and I he'll fit right into whatever role that is they're gonna write him into. He he see he is one who will. He'll fit that universe. JJ will find a spot for him. Yeah, JJ will make it work. Yeah, and then Ryan with will a, come back with in, a sword and, and flare. Oh no, you're dead. <laughs> yeah and who matter what yeah if it's he'll just he'll just kill your characters off anyway and it'll be fine even though his 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 trilogy will have nothing to do with the skywalker he'll still find a way to mention it mm-hmm. in the future <laughs> i killed off this guy poor ryan johnson uh all right so that was mailbag thank you for all your questions continue to uh we're going to do it all throughout the season so continue to submit your questions twitter facebook instagram everywhere myspace my do we have one of those no Justin Timberlake owns that now, doesn't he? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I probably he, still have my. He took playing uh, Mr. Parker in the social network a little too serious, but that's okay. Justin Timberlake is one of my favorites, so let's not talk shit. Oh, well, I'm not about Timberlake. No, I like I like. Uh, I mean, J- he did take J- that. I mean, he took that role way too seriously. I like JT. It's okay. Oh, well, you call him JT. <laughs> I'm not on that level with him. Uh, all right, as usual, please share with your friends. Tell everybody you know about us. We appreciate it. We do appreciate all the support. Um, go out there and, and write us some reviews on the iTunes. Um, you can write reviews on Stitcher. And I don't know about the other ones. I guess I should check. But I know you can do it on Stitcher. We will take any review you'll give us, even if it's one star. I guess. We will still <laughs> gladly take I'll it. I'll take the one star. And if it's a bad one, I'll probably read it in the next podcast because those are funny to me. Yeah. The ones that hate us. And get excited, everybody. Football season's coming. So starting next week next week's gonna be a little bit different show um we kind of get into our rhythm as as what we're gonna do if you remember way back at the beginning it was um a little more structured but we're gonna of course still have fun uh but we get to talk about our team the game 
that happened, the game that's coming up, what we liked, what we didn't like, team news, all that type of stuff. We got some fun subjects we're going to shove in there. Next week, we're going to do a bunch of fun stuff, do a bunch of picks. We got our game picks. I'm sure there'll be some hot takes here and there uh, because apparently we're people like our hot takes. It's weird. So, but you're looking for next week. It's going to be super fun. And uh, (laughs) uh, they lost to the Padres, one of the worst teams in the league. So my Mariners are done. Gross. Thank God football starting because I am <laughs> I am so done with baseball. That's a whole nother show. It really is. All right. Anything you want to add? I'm good. You're good. We're gonna get you uh get you out of here and go to bed. So until next week, go Hawks. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.